Okay, today we are going to be talking about how imitating elite athletes is killing the progress of so many young aspiring athletes. And this applies especially in CrossFit. So this episode is going to be CrossFit specific. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what CrossFit is and get into a long-term development process for what it would look like if you're starting really young and want to do this CrossFit thing vocationally. And what you should focus on if you want to do that. So the first point is that there's a big misunderstanding or a really common misunderstanding as to what CrossFit is. CrossFit is a strength sport at the end of the day. It is a strength sport that requires some other attributes that are secondary to the strength. And so it's a strength sport masquerading as a test of everything. And once you understand that, then it becomes a lot easier to prepare yourself for it. So CrossFitters across the board are advanced and sometimes elite in strength intermediate to advanced in endurance and novice to intermediate level in gymnastics. So that is what you're after if you are pursuing CrossFit. Even the tests that seem like conditioning often involve lifting some amount of weight. And so what this means is that if you can't lift the weight in the first place, then there's nothing to endure. It's sort of a rite of passage in CrossFit, in competitive CrossFit, to get to a point in the workout where you can't do another legless rope climb or you can't do another snatch and you're just left to sit there, stand there, staring at the barbell or staring up at the rope. And if you've done CrossFit for long enough, you've probably been there inside of a workout at some point. And so you know, okay, I'm just doing you know, whatever precedes that really tough contraction as fast as I can, because I know that once I get there, the workout is over. And you see this a lot of times in online workouts where there's a cap every four minutes and the work requirement gets heavier and heavier as you advance every four minute window. And that provides a really clear binary segmentation of everyone who's competing. Because if you can't you know, if you don't make the next window, then there's a huge gap between you and the person who did make that next window who was able to keep doing reps. The point is, CrossFit is a strength sport, first and foremost. And yes, there's 5K runs and there's some gymnastics involved, but when you compare the capabilities of an elite CrossFit athlete to other athletes who are single disciplinary, they are, CrossFitters are advanced to elite in strength, they're intermediate and sometimes advanced in endurance, and they're novice to intermediate level in gymnastics. So once you understand that, you know, the, that, once you understand that the 5K run isn't as valued as your strength, once you understand that your gymnastics isn't as valued as your strength expressed on an external object, once you understand that, then it becomes a lot more clear what you're aiming at and how to prepare for it. So if you were to take a long-term approach, say you have, you're you know, 13 and you want to take a long-term approach to developing yourself for CrossFit, I would one focus first and foremost on skill development. So 
you want to be as efficient as possible in all of the positions and all of the skills that you need for the sport. So you'd be snatching regularly, you would be doing the high skill gymnastics, maybe not at volume and doing them really, really tired, but you'd be doing them for, with the purpose of refining the skill really regularly with a really high frequency. And you would work first on your structure and then you would work on your strength and then you would become enduring after that. And so that's really, really general and I'm glossing over multiple years literally of training. Um, but I'm gonna go into you know what you shouldn't do and what I see a lot inside of CrossFit gyms and people who are aspiring to be, to level up in CrossFit and that's scaling workouts in an attempt to do the same thing as an elite athlete. So we'll just take an example. So you take a games workout that has 40 reps of shoulder to overhead at 245 for the males. You look at that workout and you say, okay, I can't do 245, but maybe I can do 155. And so you do the same workout, but with 40 reps at 155. And it's not doing that over and over, wash, rinse, and repeating that is not going to be how you get to the level of doing that workout with 245. You have to first be able to jerk in, at least in the 300s, before you can hope to do reps with 245. So doing the same number of reps with 155 will make you feel like you're doing CrossFit and feel like you're doing the same thing as the games athletes but at the expense of getting to where you want to go. So the way to get to do, doing that workout with a ton of reps at 245 would be to really, really develop your jerk. And it would first be, one, first you have to have the skill of jerking a barbell. You have to be really, really good at jerking a barbell. And so that may involve lots and lots of reps with lighter loads, but that doesn't mean that you do lots and lots of reps with lighter loads when you're really, really tired, because that's gonna be a different response to that. So you need to be really skilled at jerking a barbell. Then you need to have a structure that's capable of managing 40 reps at 245. So if you're a male, that basically means you're 190 to 220, 225 now. So if you are, a male and you weigh 155 pounds, then you could be insanely strong pound for pound and the likelihood that you're going to be able to handle that 40 reps at 245 is pretty low. So uh, for that individual, you would need to spend years probably developing the structure and gaining the lean body mass that you need just to be in the weight class of the sport, which like I said, for the males is 190 to 225 pounds. So you do the skill first and then you do the structure and you could do that concurrently. And, and then you would work on getting strong enough. So once you have the structure, once you're you know within striking distance of that 190 pounds, then you would start getting stronger and you would switch some of your hypertrophy training to more absolute strength based and weightlifting training and because you're already really skilled in the snatch and clean and jerk, you're testing yourself and getting strong inside of those skills. And then once you are strong enough to move the loads required by the sport, 
then you would work on becoming enduring. And, and that's where some athletes are, some athletes are really talented from a strength perspective. And so they can show up to CrossFit and they basically have already, they already have the structure and the strength that they need. So they can just work on becoming enduring. And these are, this is where most elite athletes come from. And the evidence for that is their muscle mass and their athletic background. So if you look at, you know, I love, I love when someone on the internet will say, I saw this a while back, like, oh, people who say CrossFit isn't good for muscle building, like just look at Dan Bailey and look at Rich Froning. It's like, they didn't become, they didn't become looking like that by doing a ton of wall balls and rowing. Uh, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You have to do other training uh, to build that structure and then express it with the skills that are required for CrossFit. And so when you look at elite athletes, they show up with a certain amount of muscle mass that lands them in the weight class, whether they're male or female, which is like a 30 pound range essentially. And if you're outside of that, then you have a lot of work ahead of you just to get into the weight class that's required by the sport. And then they have an athletic background that indicates that they had a above average fast twitch physiology, which just means that their muscle fibers, they have a higher proportion of fast twitch muscle fibers relative to the you know, worldwide averages. And that lends itself to just jumping in and doing a ton of CrossFit right away. And so if you have an individual who shows up that way and they can just start doing a ton of CrossFit right away, they can train for three, four, five, six hours a day and not have any detriment to their lean body mass, not have any detriment really to their strength, maintain and maybe sometimes slightly increase their strength and their lifestyle supports it, then that is the recipe for doing the most amount of training over their career. And so they have a huge advantage over the individual who shows up and has to get into the weight class first and then has to get strong and then has to become enduring. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? It's a much longer road if you don't show up to the sport with those talents and with that physiology. And so, um, yeah. So in conclusion, guys, CrossFit is a sport that requires fast twitch muscle fibers. It is a strength sport, first and foremost, that masquerades as a test of all sorts of different things. The evidence for that is that elite CrossFitters are advanced to elite level in strength. They're intermediate to advanced in endurance and they're novice to intermediate in gymnastics. And even the tests that seem like conditioning often require you to use fast twitch muscle fibers and move an external load. And so if you can't move the load very efficiently in the first place, then there's nothing to endure.